three, two, one. Let's go. Level up. Level up. Hey, friends. I'm Nairio. I'm sure. Lisa, you just said Jerome was next. No, you're right. I'm sorry. Okay, do it again. Okay. Countdown. Wait, 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 wait. We starting for real? Are we practicing? No, this is for real now. Oh, my God. Okay. I know. (laughs) She said, let me sober up. (laughs) Please. Okay, go. Hey, friend. I'm Nairia. I'm Sharai. I'm Nathan. How you doing, friend? (laughs) Good sleep. (laughs) Y'all tackling at me. So we supposed to say, how you doing, friend? And we supposed to be like, we good, friend. How, how are you? Doing? How you tell the truth. <laughs> Just be like, bitch, I'm tired. Bitch, I'm, I'm good. What you mean? I'm, I'm a tired hoe. No, I'm, I'm a tired hoe, friend. I mean, if you're good and that's the truth, then it is what it is. But if you're tired, then it's time to go to bed. I'm going to be like, I'm hungry. I'm going to go get me something to eat. <laughs> Bye. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to start over. Not again. Everybody shut up. <clears throat> Hey, friend. I'm supposed to say my name. <laughs> Which one anyway, of us is Hi, Nye. Which one of us is Okay, okay, shut up. <clears throat> hey, friends. Nyeria. I'm Sharon. I'm Nathan. How you doing, friend? Good friend, I'm hungry. How about y'all? I'm ready to go to bed. Uh, I'm a little high for you. Please. You always high. <laughs> I'm a little lit. I'm a little... <laughs> I have lit it up like dynamite in this bitch. <laughs> Good night. You in the stars, huh? A bitch, I, I, I'm in stars tonight. <laughs> And this bitch is going to set the motherfucking night alight. Mm-mm. Sliding <laughs> through the city with a little... This bitch going to go to her funeral, huh? Oh, girl. That's, y'all are so funny. I'm going to tell y'all one thing about my friends. They did their diarrhea. <laughs> y'all are funny as hell. Y'all know, bitch. The two of y'all together, everybody going to be on the floor. I can't. Not them big-ass goats. Oh, you can hear what? me. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Oh so what the fuck is you drinking? <laughs> you can't take black people nowhere. Girl, do not go. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> it's a watermelon power eight. <laughs> that shit busted us. Shit. It's busting. I, I know it's good. <laughs> oh my god. No, girl, it was busting, busting. I didn't think to hit me. <laughs> the way he was drinking it, like, damn, did you not drink nothing today? <laughs> girl, it felt like it, girl. Oh my god, I'm out of breath already. We just started this shit. Goodbye. Listen, okay. 
All right, y'all. So what we talking about today? What we mad about today, y'all? Yeah, what what's on the docket? <laughs> today I want to talk about the word industry plant. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. No, let me say something. Two weeks ago, I probably would have been there. You know what was it when we talked about it a month ago? Ooh, I <laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you exactly what you said to piss me off. No, you have to do all that. <laughs> no, please don't get her attacked because you know how they love that man. So please, <laughs> no, because uh, what's she not about to do? I don't want no beef for nobody. I said what I said and I regret it, and that's just it. Like we're not gonna talk about it. But let me just say, Nathan been tweeting about the word industry plant a lot and I have to agree because I think a lot of people brand people as industry plants that they don't like now me when I said those the people that I talked about would be industry plants is not because I didn't like them it's just I didn't understand their success success so fast and that's another reason why people be calling people industry plants and I think yeah. it's because of a misuse of a word and to be honest, I feel like people need to let that go because, like, it's hard to have it to like seriously have an industry plant right now. And even with people that you really wouldn't consider an industry plant, to a certain degree, especially with the more and more popular you are, there's smoke and mirrors around all of our faves, especially if they're hugely popular. So, I mean, it just is what it is. Like, yeah. I think I think trying to paint people out to be industry plants is a big waste of time. Just like a lot of negativity around certain people's music on Twitter, to be honest. Right. I agree because I mean now there is definitely industry plants out there. But I mean, I don't agree or I don't like that people brand people that they don't like as industry plans when I mean a lot of the time it's just because they got heavy ass promo or a label backing them now just an industry plan would be somebody who just come to game don't sing they shit don't write they shit don't do nothing like all they gotta do is go on stage and perform like don't even that's what I would say like when I think of an industry plant the main the main example that would be given is Millie Vanilli like yeah for sure like, I'm not sure if they were writing those songs. I'm not really sure. But they definitely were not singing. And they would just go on stage and lip sync to other people's vocals. And it's just like, right. they want to just let somebody else be the singers. Like, it's very right. weird that they did all that. And then when they got exposed, they just disappeared off the face. Well, they tried to do a little something, something after. But, I mean, it didn't work because it's like, this isn't. Like it didn't feel authentic because it was like fake, so it was just like, right. you know, and that to me is an industry plan. Like most of these people that that people try to brand out, like or to brand to be an industry plan, they bring something to the table. Like mm-hmm. it's not just some manufactured. Well, I mean, every big artist to a little bit of extent is somewhat manufactured, but like they're still having their own hand in their shit. Like they have their hand in their right. Music. Like they're putting out the music for the most part that they want to put out. 
Right. Now I'm sitting over here. <laughs> this isn't <I'm>, right. <laughs> no. No. Because I'm sitting over here refraining from trying to get my good sister Nairia's account snatched off of Twitter. Because what you say, it had upset me and my synthesis. But you know what? I'm going to um refrain. Good. Do that. So I'm, I'm going to help my sister. But yeah. I just want y'all to know she that my sister has burned. And got her and repented. And you All still... I know is, if the information that I got on Nairia get out, my sister has burnt too many bridges. Oh my god! It's not bridge. Oh no! Would I, I tell you? Would I listen, friend? Would yeah. I tell you in confidence? Need to say a motherfucking confidence, okay? <laughs> friend, I will get them. Don't don't act like I don't have connects to the fandom. You know I'm a part of them. You know I am. Listen, I, I don't do it. Don't I act go like my motherfucking private, bitch. She said, wow. I have information that could lead to tonight's arrest. And I got the receipts. Would you like to see the receipts? Oh, my God. I don't I don't regret what I said. I mean, I regret it because it's not true. But that's just what I thought for a long time. You felt for a long time and you felt wrong. So what? What you mean, so what? What? What you mean, so what? So now I mean, you pay- I felt I felt how so I felt you, about the situation. So now, so now you pay for your sins against him. No. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. It was the blatant no. Listen, Fred, as a friend, when I come to you with wrong information, it's up to you to correct me. But you don't have to always put me on motherfucking blast, bitch. Uh <sighs> What I said, I said it. I did. I can never unsay. I my, said what I said. I mean everything that I said. My, but sometimes I'm wrong. Shit. Okay, no, so my I'm interview. basically going to explain the situation. I'm not going to say the the artist's name <laughs> to protect Nye's, um integrity. Um, <laughs> please. So basically what happened was a few weeks ago, we were having a conversation about industry plants. And... Nye um, had mentioned someone who happens to be very popular and it was one of those cases where she simply didn't understand their success and that's why she assumed that they were an NC plant and that's a common train of thought like it happens a lot it's like and it wasn't even out of spider hate it's just that oh she just didn't get it like it was like they came out of nowhere and just became this huge superstar and right and I said it in confidence with two of my close friends so they could correct me if I was wrong right and that's what I did because I'm just like I mean I'm not the hugest fan of this person either they have songs I like don't get me wrong especially one that is eating up the charts right now bitch I will jam to it but no no Nathan but why she gonna say now I'm about to say this and Sharon I know you're gonna be upset with me (laughs) (laughs) why you had to preface it like that because she because did. I know y'all as like bitch you'll start shooting like but when I say the name is done game KO it was and it was I was looking at you different <sighs> I, had to bitch, I got a lot listen you want to put me in jail bitch I'll put you under the jail oh, oh my god girl you ain't got shit on me now I do no you don't I do uh, what you got I'm not gonna say it Mm. No, start it off. Start it off. No, I'm not gonna do I, that. 
No, because now I want to know what you got for me. No, y'all you, know, you, ain't, you ain't never going to catch me slipping. You ain't never going to listen. Listen, let me tell whoever listens to this, your grandma, whoever, I don't know. Listen, <laughs> even if this shit did get out, this is a common thought between a lot of people. So nobody's going to really, they might spark a debate on a TL with five people, but that's it. I mean, if you tell, if you explain the concept, like the basic, not even going into detail concept of an industry plan, like a local is so dumb, that might call someone like fucking Michael Jackson or fucking Whitney in an industry plan because that's how dumb they are. Like, and that's not who Nye said, by the way, but it's just like, they're dumb. Like they would just call anyone they don't like. I stand him too. Right. It's just... That that's just how people are. Like they're either dumb and just don't like whomever, and and will be like, oh, that's an industry plan, or they're just like unaware, like Nai was, of how they built their success, and so they would be like, oh, they came out of nowhere and was successful, so they're an industry plan. It's just how people. It's just how people think. They go to the simplest thought of what would make the most sense, and right. Because and... I do that, because I do that a lot with a lot of things. Like I don't think hard about a lot of shit, and then I'll be wrong about shit. Like it's just how it is. Like some things just take a little bit more um, critical thinking, but not everybody just does that like automatically with everything. Right, mm-hmm. and looking back in you know retrospect, of course. I mean, this is just. I was super young when this artist did come out, so like. Even if they was, like, on the come up and had some here, and, like, I wouldn't have known. I was very young. But, like, that was something that stuck with me when I was young. Like, I always was interested in, like, the music business. And, like, I just don't remember them coming out with anything. and Just their song just blowing up. And that was what stuck with me. And I'm, what, 20? So, like, I can't go back and be like, oh, they had this going on. They had this going on. So that's why that happened. I never did my research on it. That's why I wanted to talk about this specific topic because a lot of people was like me or a lot of people think like I thought, and of course I regret it, but that's why I wanted to bring it up because like it's been such a, you know, trending topic within the stand community or just on Twitter this past week. Yeah. Well, stands are just dumb as shit. Like, Girl, I got to get the fuck away from stand Twitter. Like... Ugh. I'm slowly but surely, like, this is saying myself, like, that's why I'm super happy to be doing this and the other, you know, deep study that we're going to be doing on, you know, BTS's catalog. But this is what I care about, talking to my friends about, you know, things that have happened on Twitter, not just on Stan Twitter, but just, you know, in the world or, like, music type of things. That's what I care about. I don't care about Stan things. Like, of course, I'm happy that, you know, somebody wore, like, a, a shirt or something that's, like, what, white or something that represented, like, I'm cool with that, but, like, I mean, it's not something that I will go out of my way to look at every Yeah. Not right. anymore, at least. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, like, I joined Stanford because pop culture and stuff like that, like, that's interesting to, like, look at and talk about and stuff, and I like like the patterns 
of what's popular in music and stuff like that. Like, I like to look and pay attention to that kind of stuff. But all this arguing and bickering and fighting over shit that doesn't even matter, like, it's just like, girl, shut up. Right. I I like pop culture, and I really like the people that I, you know, stand. But I don't enjoy the stand dynamics. Like, those don't interest me at all. I don't... Like, I'm not going to keep dragging somebody because they dragged my fave. It's just like never ending. And I'm not going to keep doing that. I'm not, I'm just not going to reply to it. Because like, it's a cycle that's not going to stop. And a lot of the argument is pointless because people's opinions aren't about to change. Like most people aren't about to change their opinion. If they're mad, they're going to stay mad. So it's like, what's right. the point of quoting every little hate comment that you see when they're just, when a lot of the times they're doing it because they want those engagements. Right. Really- I'm not going to give it to them. I'm not going to keep adding fuel to the fire. I mean, this is just how trolls get together and just troll, like, carelessly. Right. Like, I'm not going to keep doing that. Like, I was just going to leave the app, but then I decided I don't want to do all that because I like being on Twitter and talking to, to my bitches. So I've been slowly but surely unfollowing people that are just like, ugh. Me too. Mm-hmm. I've been muting people. Like, I think my thing now is like I've never wanted to leave Twitter I think I'm just changing like what I see now on my timeline and I do want to be like a good example of somebody that still has fun and doesn't really interact with like negativity that's just how I'm trying to live my life and a lot of that shit reflected onto my personal life too which is why I also don't want to be a part of that (laughs) yeah Right. Or just I mean, even stand in like a K-pop group, just like some things that I'm not saying all the fans are crazy because they're not, but it's just some things I also don't want to be associated with, like in real life when I tell people I'm a BCS fan, because they automatically go to that negative thought yeah. of what they think a stand is, which I also don't like, and I think that they're wrong for that too. But there are some things that are really weird as well. Yeah. I used to get a lot for being a Beyonce. I mean, we're all um, Beyonce. Oh, yeah, definitely. I got that for being a Beyonce fan. We all have gotten it, but I got that a lot from being like a a Beyonce fan. People will just, as soon as they hear I like her, they'll be like, oh, he's so overrated, blah, blah. Don't even really give a fuck. Just want to be negative. Yeah. Like, that's the first thing they go to instead of being like, when I meet somebody, like, I know a lot of people that stand like Kanye West, right? They won't call themselves a fan, but like, that's what they talk about majority. Like, you're a stand, babe. But, like, nobody talks about people when they stand someone, like, uh, let's just say when they stand a man, when they stand somebody that doesn't have, like, a lot of girl fans or, you know, that's how it all, like, they never get that type of, like, um, like negative thoughts put onto them where, I, where I'm like, oh, I love Beyonce, I love BTS, and I'm automatically... Uh, an overzealous fangirl obsessed with Korean culture or something like that. Like, <laughs> that's the type of stereotypes that bother me when talking about these type of things, too. Right. That's super irritating. Like, I hate when people jump to, oh, you only like um, BTS because you want to fuck them. It's just like, um, I mean, I do. But I I listen to them because I genuinely like their music. Like, that's really what it boils down to. If it was just looks, I I wouldn't stand them. Yeah. Like, I like them because of their music. If it was just looks, I would just be saving pictures and leaving it at that. Right. Like, 
I, I, I stand a lot of people that I just like to look at. Not stand, but, you know. I, mean, not, they I don't feel the same about them as I do about... I don't feel the same about those people that I just like for looks than I do about BTS and God 7 and Beyonce. Like, it's not the same. Right. I don't stand anybody for... Like, I'll, like, pay attention. Like, let's say it's a model or that I'm like, ooh, like, they find, like, I'm just gonna, like, go on my way to look. But that's it. Like, I'm not gonna actually dive deep. But with them, I've been able to dive deep because they have really good music. Like, and yeah. it's just that, like, I don't like how I can't be a fan of them because they make good music. I have to be a fan of them because I want to sleep with all of them or I think all of them are cute. Like, when I became a fan, the day I became a fan, I listened to Serendipity, like, on repeat. Right. The like, whole day. Like, that's like- all I listened to. Right, I mean, they're fine, and I would like the opportunity, but that's literally not. <laughs> that's like not Bye. even like, ten reasons I like them, like not yeah. even. Right. Like them. Yeah. Like but I could list, I can make a list of why I love BTS, and their looks wouldn't touch that list like at all. I could come up with a thousand things. Right, yeah. it's just like they they literally have songs that have helped me through tough times and helped me through like when I have like tough days or something like I have those go-to songs that yeah. I'll listen to from them from Beyonce from Mariah that are just like I'm gonna be okay and I can get through this right. the phase you know that give me comfort it's not about like and that is what it takes for me to really stand an artist like right. music that resonates with me like I don't give a fuck about the specifics I don't give a fuck about like like if you can hit like a but like an A6 flat on a fucking scale. I don't give a fuck about none of that. As long as a song sounds good and it really touches me, then that's it. I'm gonna listen to you. Like, that's all it takes. And that's another thing about stands. I hate when stands are so superficial about music. Like, it's not that deep. It's supposed to be fun. Yeah. Because, child, baby, let me tell you something. Euphoria... Whew, euphoria got me through it. Listen, don't even euphoria. The that got through. I cried. I laughed. I giggled. It made when I tell you when I first listened to that song, I was literally at Waffle House, mad, pissed off, stressed out. Like they had pissed me off that day. I turned on my BTS playlist because I was just getting into them, so I was listening to all of this stuff and. Euphoria came on, and when I tell you, I instantly felt the serotonin releasing in my fucking brain. No, I was, it's when I saw them live and he was swinging on that motherfucking like big. Please, first of all, <laughs> I was, being able to see them live and I haven't. Right, bitch. Y'all bitch. will get to see them one day. Like we not, we almost out of it. We almost there. Girl, they're gonna be announcing these days, like any, like shortly, like very soon. Yeah, but the way Magic Shop literally helped save my life, like, for real, for real, like, no, fuck y'all. I don't give a fuck what y'all got to say about BTS. I love Magic Shop, but you want to know who I think of when I think of Magic Shop and love yourself, answer, like, the phone. Oh. Mm. Emo Black Thought, like, oh my God. they Good. love those. Songs like they would tweet about those songs all the time. 
five. Well, don't think about that bitch no more. Think about me instead. Wait, emo black guy <laughs> with the army, or at least pretend um, to be. Speaking of that, I think that um that it's um Keon account is pretending t- to like them too for clout, but you know that's not the topic for. <laughs> that's not the topic for the day. Ooh. Well, we gonna bookmark. I'm it. not. No comment. I'm. That's a I'm, that's a opinion associated with Nathaniel. I'm gonna say nothing. I think Keon got shooters. Well, Me too. And listen, well, I don't want not here point. because I'll shoot back. Oh. I mean, I, well, I mean, I don't care enough about it to argue with it. That's just my personal feelings, and I could be wrong. I'll, I will totally wholeheartedly admit that I could be wrong, but yeah. I just, I don't know. A lot of people, I, I mean, a lot of people on Twitter in general feel very performative for likes. And to mm. be honest, if I was him, I'm, and I didn't really like them, I would do the same thing because I mean, that boosts engagements and gets you followers. To be honest, if you like them, so hey, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And and if people are gonna randomly clock you for not being a standard yellow you that just makes them look pathetic pathetic so it's just like why not but do y'all, think, do y'all think the amanda girl is really a stand? well not a stand, but you think she really likes someone or do you think the who i don't know the amanda the amanda amanda Alyssa, i know i know i know what y'all mean because the way they they have to tweet stuff out because of their engagement they just tweet out a lot of pop culture type of things like that's I don't think that they're a stand but I do think they might like them the way the general public like who was somebody that maybe the way people pay attention to what like uh Ariana almost like yeah. it's not like they stand but they they go out and listen to it and then that's like it they, they might um, download it and then they might not play it again for a while. Like it'll come on shuffle when they let it play. Like that's might that might be how they do things. Right. And that could very well be the case. It's just that I'm like hyper like I'm performative people are really just uh to me. And so I might be just hypersensitive about performative action thing mm-hmm. on Twitter mm-hmm. pretty much. And I could be wrong. And I will freely admit that I could be wrong. Yeah. Well, that's that on that. <laughs> well, I feel like they're they're kind of go- getting into like the bag of like influencers now. Yeah. So of course they have to go out and you know listen to things or you know tweet about things that so they can influence people. Like that's probably how they do. Like you know how. Uh, a beauty guru is gonna go out and review a brand like that's that's kind of like the same level I'm thinking of, but they do it more with like pop culture. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Cause like I saw him brand, he's branding out to like TikTok now, which I yeah, think is really cool. But that's smart now. though, because I mean, shit, the TikTok girls they be eating it up. To be honest, his TikToks really just be like his fucking tweets. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Spoken. <laughs> I can't. Not his okay. spoken. It, it really his tweet, his TikTok is, is just how he tweets. Like it's just it's in video just form. Like it's, like, it's just him speaking his tweets. Like at least I know he's not copying and pasting the tweets. 
That's really just his fucking thoughts. Right. I think that's his brand now. Like, super, like, like, you know what I don't like? Or, like, just relating things to, like, real-life instances. Like, I remember one of his tweets was, like, I do it for the people who don't got iPads. Like, that's that's his brand. Like, (laughs) (laughs) That's sure I got no motherfucking iPad. Me neither, bitch. Me either. Is that why I'm failing? According to him, the people that succeed got iPads. Right. Maybe we gotta get one. I need an iPad. <laughs> I already At have least my iPhone amongst the three of us, one of us should have a fucking iPad. Please. Well, I don't need no iPad. I already got a phone and a MacBook. I got a damn laptop. Is that not enough? Right. <laughs> I would like either one of those things. Mm. I would like. I don't know shit else. Not y'all Speaking of TikTok, how do y'all feel about, you know, the really famous people on TikTok becoming like, or trying to get into the music industry? Like, when you think about it, like, is the music industry like the place everybody wants to be? Because Every time I see, I see a lot of people venturing out from, like, YouTube and trying to, you know, sneak into the music industry or a lot of social media apps and, like, sneak into the music. Like, is that always the main goal when they, like, I'm going to become an influencer so I can get into music? Like, is that always the main goal? I think that's always been the blueprint. Like, if you really think about it, look at Disney. They yeah. would give up your TV show, and then next thing you know, she got an album out. And you're like, huh? <laughs> Lizzie McGuire? Please. Because now when I think about it, like, is that the main, is that where the money, like, I know that's where the money is, but, like, damn, is that really where the money was at? I, like, yeah, I honestly think when you when you can get, like, a character or somebody that people like and put them on a song, like, it becomes more shit to sell because it's first you get them on music and then once the music gets popular you put them on fucking um i don't know just for me perms then you put them on please not just for <laughs> no but but when like you can like you can advertise style. a brand them more when they right. Make music. right and then like they can have merch endorsements you know touring all that and all that is money like i like it's obvious why for example once again we're bringing them back up but um BTS does all of this kind of merch and endorsements and projects and stuff that they be doing because that's money like in their pockets and in their labels pockets like just constant 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 so that's probably why we get so much content and so many commercials and shit because that's just coin um as far as these TikTok girls are concerned I'm not gonna lie I haven't heard Nan's song from any of them so me either, but I just see shit on like Twitter. Yes, I don't I, listen I to the first I heard the I Madison. Care, I heard the Madison Beer song one too many times. Robert. Many times. Yes. Yeah, so I mean I personally can't speak on the type of music they're making because I haven't listened to it. So I mean I don't know. But honestly, if you because I just think of like like Vine, like who came out of Shawn Mendes came out of Vine. Um, yeah. Oh, wasn't he on there singing? Yeah. Yeah, but like that's how he built himself up. Like he was just on Vine singing songs and a part I mean, of those Vine, Mad Vine, Gone Boys or whatever. Vine also gave us Jacob Satorius. So, oh my God. 
But, they didn't give me that. They gave you that. But, but no, bitch, they gave all of us. <laughs> I know that's right. They gave us they all Jacob Victorious, bitch. I don't want him. But like, but I would assume though, like these people that do TikToks and stuff, like the comedy ones, I would assume they would try to go into acting because that seems like more of a segue into what they're good at, like doing like a comedy sketch or something. Like that's what, yeah. Like that's what I would think more of their lane is. But if they want to sing, I mean, I guess I don't have a problem with it. There's also. There's always um, been untalented people in the music industry since it started. So I mean, hey, I mean that is true. We had we niggas was right out here li- listening to Aaron Carter. I mean, nigga, I mean they had white people stealing songs straight from black people, doing a bleached down version of it, and topping the charts with it. So hey, oh, it is yeah, it, I guess niggas was really out, girl. Aaron Carter, like, the exact they had these Caucasians take the exact same song, do a stripped down um, guitar, slow, no vocal version, no soul, unseasoned, all that. (laughs) And eating up on the pop charts while the niggas was on the R&B charts struggling. So, I mean. Mm -hmm. All I had niggas writing them songs. Right. So it's been, you know, a lack of talent present in all eras of music so I mean if that's what the TikTok I'm not saying that the TikTok girls aren't talented or whatever but if they are I mean it's it wouldn't be anything new so you know what you know that's a really interesting topic because I think about pop back then and how they used to steal songs from black people and it just sounded so like basic but pop nowadays is like not that bad like I don't the progression is right. I it's think, crazy to think about. I think that's another way people are superficial because it's like every time a couple of years go by, everyone is gonna be like, Oh, I miss the era from such and such years ago where we had these songs talking to charts, and now we have these songs and it's such a downgrade. And I'm <laughs> and it's like it's just nostalgia because like Every time y'all do this, we be looking at the top 10 and seven out of 10 of, the, of those songs suck. Mm. Right. Like they did it with, I think, sometime last year and they compared it to like 2010. And like a lot of them songs were ass, like in hindsight. Yeah, like, fucking apple bottom jeans, boost with the fur. Like that song's, I hate Flo Rida. I mean, not hate, like seriously, like I hate him, but like. I use that term loosely, but it's just like I don't like his music. Like I don't have him he's on my so phone. He's so corny. Like he, that nigga really makes music for fucking white aunties. No, some when I was in high school, someone I heard some people they were like, they're like, so who's your favorite rapper? And someone was like, Flow Rider. Like just playing, everybody died. Like everybody <laughs> because it's like who listens to Flow Rider? Serious? Who the fuck listens to Flow Rider? Like. Like the the last song I remember from Flo Rida was My House, and to yeah, me, that that's shit, the last song I remember from him too. Like that was what the fuck aunties. Him. That was for the white aunties. Like even the black aunties not listening to that shit. That right. was for the white aunties. Like, ma'am, you drive. That was for bitches that drive fucking um, minivans. <laughs> now we said anything. Bitches that drive fucking minivans and take their fucking kids to soccer practice. Florida is literally like, oh, 
I'll let you listen to hip hop, but this is the fucking hip hop fucking full rider. Like, Kids bop. But honestly, when I think of like pop music that we grew up with, it felt super. It felt superficial. It felt like it was some type of filter on it or something <laughs> like. And yeah. I, it just felt like you. You could feel how you, it's supposed to be happy, but you know, like. Well. It don't feel like raw. Like I feel like now music people try to be like superstars, but they still don't have any like mysterious, uh, like nothing. They seem like I could touch them, you know? And I feel like back then, like everything was too far out of touch that it just felt fake. But now everything feels like, or what the pop stars nowadays, like they're not mysterious anymore. Like, I mean, also, also, maybe that's just how we feel because back then we were younger and we were more yeah. influent more able to be influenced you know what i'm saying so a bitch like britney spears seemed like top tier when you're like five and six and you're watching this bitch come down the way at school uniform like you're like like i mean britney is a legend now yes mm-hmm. but then she was just the the pop girl right you know, she True. was a little fucking pop girl from Louisiana that fucking chew gum through her interviews and said, hey, y'all. Like, she was the first Molly Cyrus. Ooh, T. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it also has a lot to do with it. It's like, it's kind of like what um, Beyonce said. We know probably too much about these people now due to the internet and social media. Like, every day it's pictures, pictures, pictures. It's thoughts 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 from these people and it's like and it makes it feel like we know them and it makes us feel like well not me because I mean I'm not gonna cross no boundaries but it makes people feel like they have a right to know what these people's business is and like there really isn't a mystery to superstars anymore like it was back in the day before we had Instagram and Twitter and all that like all we had was magazines and assumptions that's it that's what i was waiting a minute because you really spitting because you're right back then we like social media i'm sorry social media (laughs) (laughs) social media really was what killed the pop star like it until social media like celebrities felt so out of touch with like reality like that shit felt like like we were in fucking two different worlds like but now like you can fucking go on twitter and be like at john cena show me your tits and he tweet a picture he of just his- might do it right he just I- might do it that's what i'm saying like you you can literally go on probably little uzi verse twitter right now and say bitch you don't love jt and he gonna reply back to you right because <laughs> he's going to reply back and it's like because of that, you can see them in their imperfect state. Like way back in the day, you only saw them when they were on. Like even if they went out and they weren't on, a lot of the times you wouldn't see it mm. unless like it became a big scandal. And then you see it like what happened to Britney, unfortunately, but she didn't deserve that shit. But another topic for another day. But usually you saw them. You only saw these people when they were on, when they were in superstar mode. Like you, and so that's how you just saw them every day. But now it's just like, oh, I can see this person as a regular ass bitch. Like, it's just- I don't like, and I don't like either. And let me tell you why. 
now people feel like they can just nitpick anything somebody does because they feel like they know them. And oh, now, the and especially back in the day, like when you saw people not in Glitz and Glam, like people was like the paparazzi was eating them up, like calling them ugly and shit like that. And I just, I feel like we need a medium, like a, a good medium between the two. Like if you know, if stands will act like they know these people, talk to these people every day. I mean, if Beyonce was, Beyonce always been that type of person that just always stayed out the limelight. But if she was in the limelight or she was like updating us every day, like people would be like, Beyonce checks in on me. Beyonce checks in on me from time to time. Like that's how people would think. And I don't think that's healthy either because especially nowadays with Stan Twitter, it just creates like super overzealous fans too. Not and, she's backing me because as soon as I got this check from her, I was like, oh, she has my number. She checks up on me. <laughs> I felt hit. I'm not going to lie. And as soon as, well, and a terrible example of that is Cardi B and, and the Cardet, Cardian, the Card- Cardinals. Fuck you. Not you Cardi- said Cardi B and Cardet. <laughs> Cardi B and the Cardinals. I don't know what the, the stands call themselves. But that's another terrible example of that because fans being so comfortable with you that they feel like they be like, bitch, your hair was lopsided and you look like this and you look like that. Bitch, need to leave that fucking husband of yours because he cheating on you. Hey, you need to do this and you need to do that, bitch. Or, now you right. And then when oh, Cardi pops off on, on them, it's like, you should not be able to have access to this lady and this lady should not feel attacked to where she has to respond to you. Like, Right, because you tell her to leave her man. Did you leave your man, Denny? No, <laughs> they didn't. You didn't. <laughs> Did you leave your nigga to me? you right now, and you ain't gonna leave him. Let me tell you something. I'm not gonna be like, you need to leave him right now. Listen, niggas ain't shit. We get it. But, like, come on now. That man laying right next to you texting another bitch right now. And you telling Cardi B to leave her man. It's projecting. It's the projection for me. That's what it is. Telling that woman to stop working on her marriage like Beyonce did. Please. And my girl's thriving now, so per. Let her fix her marriage. That's her business. Which you what she smoke don't make you choke. So I mean, I get loving a celebrity enough to feel like they deserve better. And that's all well and fine. But when it gets to be disrespectful and you're actually adding this person under their pictures that they post, under like, you know, stuff that you know that they're looking at because they want to see the engagement right when they post it. You the first person in the comments saying some negative shit, but call yourself a fan and hiding behind that profile picture. like. Or the opposite, where you camp out under the tweets of someone that you claim not to like, but be the first one there, the first one keeping right. what they're doing, and all of that when you say you don't like them, so why are you keeping up with them? Don't think about it. Okay. Like, it's certain people that if they didn't end up on the TL, I wouldn't know what the fuck they were doing. Right. I don't, I, I always tell people I don't pay attention to people I don't like, and that's the truth. Yeah. Because that's, that's weird to me. That's weird. Yeah. If I don't like you, why would I like to, why would I go listen to you? Why like, would I check in on you? Like, for example, I don't dislike her, but I don't care for her. Um, 
Jesse J. And so ever since I, I just don't check for her, it's not anything negative. I just don't check for her. And so ever the last thing I heard of her was she had gotten sick and then I guess she's better now. And then that's the last thing I heard of her. I don't know what the fuck she's doing. I don't know who she's fucking. And I, I only heard know. about that. I only heard about that because it trended on Twitter. Right. Other than that, exactly. Same. And so I don't know nothing else that's going on in that bitch life. Nothing. Because I just don't check for her. And that's, right. I think that's how it should be if you just simply don't care or don't like somebody. It just should be, right. don't look another, them, keep up with them. Right. And another perfect example is that bitch on the timeline earlier with that fake article talking about BTS don't want gay oh, people. Oh, be at home and be at homophobic. Right. No, but I'm, I'm not going through. Now. And I'm going through their page and every other tweet is about BTS, this BTS, that BTS. <laughs> you tweeted more about BTS than the bitch you stand because I was very lost on who you, the fuck you stood, stay, stand for anyway. Right. Like, no. And I feel like that, that leads back into me talking about, you know, staying away from negativity because, I mean, right. of course, I want to defend the boys and do this, but like they just like, they just like making it grow popular. Like they're giving these people the engagements, like Nathan said earlier. Right. And now I'm not gonna lie. When I saw that tweet on the timeline earlier, I well, well, I was at work. I laughed out loud, like loud, because because like, we no, because know them. <laughs> it's certain shit. It's certain shit that's so ridiculous that it's funny. Like right. It's <laughs> because who even would think about some super shit like that to say? Like, why would they make Hobie say it to all people? Like, Hobie of all people, the and second then, gayest person the in the group. Gonna say, the caption gonna say, "Happy Pride," I guess. Bye. <laughs> like, bye. Like, but like, I don't understand why Armies gave that attention because it's like it wouldn't have gotten no traction if y'all just left it alone. Like, we know that's not true. No, because when I well when I saw it, it had like a thousand quotes and maybe like a hundred and something likes. Like nobody, <laughs> like n- nobody truly thinks that they would say some shit like that because they're not thinking about no gay people. I mean, not all the time like that to be like, don't come to our show. Like they don't give a fuck. And BTS have they talk about they love they love BTS has literally out of their mouth said that they like didn't give a fuck who you are gay straight by black green yellow purple like girl we all bleed purple at the end it's of the not day yellow, purple. If, you, if you fuck with us we fuck with you that's what they said no, and you, I when, no i love when people go on their like um equality rants and they go from black and white to purple and green and blue <laughs> As right, like right. how the fuck we get to <laughs> that is my favorite thing that's what white yeah. people be trying to say when they want to prove they're not racist. I don't see color. I don't care if you're white, black, purple, <laughs> or rainbow colored. Jim literally wrote, what's that song? You love me, boys. Know that I love you. He said you know, black girl in that song. Like, and you trying to tell me he don't fuck with the homosexuals? Bye. I mean, if you if you do a quick Google search on some of the interviews, I mean, that could be the bunk. Right, they they wrote that song the day that fucking I mean, gay marriage was legalized or whatever somewhere. I remember and, when I first had gotten into BTS and they did an interview and someone asked them about dating or something and June said no, we don't have any boyfriends or girlfriends. I'm like oh, and I mean that pretty much just. <laughs> <laughs>
But yeah, I'm just like at this point, like that's why. But I mean, whether they are an ally or just don't care, because I I truly think that they at least just don't care. Like, I just found that tweet funny because like it's just ridiculous. Like, and why would you? (laughs) No, it's just it was just dumb, and it was so clearly fake. Like, like you could just tell like it was edited and fake. So it's like whatever. Can we talk about writing and producing credits? Ooh, writing and producing. Let's talk about it, because let's talk about how our... You know, I I do want to say this, this first podcast to let people know that, bitch, I bleed yellow, too. I'm a Beyonce fan. <laughs> I bleed yellow. And, you know, when you make something like Lemonade, and people always just narrow it down to who was writing on this, who was writing on that. Like, that really bothers me because nobody pays attention to, of course, people see how good it is visually. But when it comes to the music, they don't understand why this was sampled in this specific song and why that was sampled. Like, all the samples make sense. Every single one of them, when you think about Lemonade and Fool. Now, that doesn't mean she doesn't write, but when you sample somebody, they're going to c- come up on the writing credit because, I mean, when you sample that portion of the song, they wrote that. But that doesn't mean that she doesn't write, she doesn't produce. I mean, I think that it's ridiculous because fans really don't know shit. So to be able to talk about, like, those type of things really, like, just bothers the fuck. Like, it makes my skin crawl every time I mean, when shit like I mean- this comes up. At this point, it's not even that they don't know. Like, it has been said over and over and over again too many times for them not to know. It's that they just, that's the only thing that that they can drag because nine times out of ten, it's someone that stands someone who has songwriting as their only talent. Can't sing, can't dance, no stage presence. So, And all, even the songwriting is very mediocre. So, like, right, so all they I, know, I, I have never heard nobody say, why Jennifer Lopez don't write her songs? Nobody ever says that. Nobody. But every time we talk about a fucking black woman, it's, oh, she don't write her songs. Jennifer Lopez has been shaking her fucking bomb bombs to songs Ashanti wrote for years. And you niggas said nothing. Y'all said zero, not a zilch. But as soon as Beyonce is in question, it's always, well, she don't write her songs. Okay, do you honestly think that them niggas back everybody do not write all of their songs all of the time right and i really it's don't it's impossible and i really don't see why it's that big of a deal like yeah it's nice that if people can write their songs and sing them themselves like that is perfectly fine that's great but not everyone is just not everyone can do everything like and that's okay like and it's okay to get help like with crafting a song the way you want it to be crafted because you always can't get the perfect essence that you want out of a song all on your own you need someone to help and put in ideas or put in you know some assistance or give you a line or two you know like in your you know who also spoke about this and i love that he has is drake because i remember drake was under fire a while ago for you know um 
not writing all his stuff or whatever. But like people don't know that Drake is still a writer. Like he's a great, fantastic writer. But it's okay to I mean, when you see all the hits Drake has, it's okay to get help. Like he has hits. Yeah. Hit hit after hit after, he was the artist of the decade. Like it's okay to get help with people. It's okay to work with new people, get new refreshing ideas. Like that's how when you when you just do shit alone, like Tyler Perry did with that movie, you get shit like that. <laughs> how does she get on the boat? How she got on? The- <laughs> we don't need to go there, but yeah, like I just as long as the final product is good, like I really don't give a fuck. And people have this um thing with rappers with oh if they don't write their own lyrics yada 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 that don't really mean much to me because i really don't listen to that many rappers. them niggas wasn't saying nothing when p diddy was out here rapping songs that fucking fucking mace was trapped in a basement right in right and so i mean nobody that, said anything then so even on that front i really don't care because most of the people i really don't really listen to them like that anyway so i mean it's whatever like if the song bumps, I'm gonna listen to it. If I like, the I'm song, trying I'm... to figure out when it. But I feel like okay, like I, I feel like it's okay to get help, but also as a rapper, like it's rhythm and poetry. Like it's your, that's the talent. Yeah, is being able to write something and perform it. And now I, agree, I right? think it's okay to get help sometimes, but when you when you don't write like any of your stuff, that bothers me too. Yeah, and like. I totally agree that, you know, with rap, writing your raps is the talent because I'm pretty sure anybody can get some training and be given some raps and deliver the raps. Right. So I totally get that. It's just that it's not that big of a deal to me because I'm not a big rap connoisseur. I'm more of a vocal person. Right. But I mean... And also, as far as producing is concerned, a lot of vocalists, singers, don't get a lot of credit for vocal production because all of the ad-libs and inflections that they be adding on to it, that's production. Mm. That is producing. Like when, for example, when Mariah Carey was doing her first album and even before she, when she did her demos, a lot of what she was doing with the arrangement of the vocals and stuff, that was producing that was production and she didn't have a single producer credit I don't think on her first album at all and then on the second album and onward they started to give her her production credit because she was like no I want my piece like I want people to know that I did this and right. I think that people who do do it should definitely get their credit yeah and and if you don't if you're and if you're someone who can just grab the song and go to the studio and sing it out and that's what your talent is then it is what it is we want to hear them vocals because there's some of these people who be writing songs that don't need to be singing them mm-hmm. we ain't gonna talk about it we and, ain't even- and there are some people who can't write a song and can't sing them either i mean i remember at the end ooh, when did the song come out i need let me do it let me do a quick Google. This song came out in 2020. No, 2019. It came out in late 2019. And it is a great song. I'll, I'll tell y'all who after the podcast is over. 
because I don't want any smoke from them. Not because I'm scared, because I don't fear no bitch. I just don't have the time. But <laughs> um, it's a beautiful song, and I really enjoy the song. But it would be even better if a singer sang it. Well. Like, they be giving these songs to people with no vocals simply b- because they're popular. And, I mean, they get the success that they wanted because this song was a number one hit. I mean, I like the song, too. But it's just, it was, it felt kind of empty because there was no sauce. There was no seasoning. Like, mm-hmm. like I needed a singer to sing it. And then a singer did sing it when they, they went to the Kelly Clarkson show. And on the day that they came to visit, a singer sang their song with the singer being Kelly Clarkson sang their song. And the Kelly Clarkson. The Kelly Clarkson, a girl who will serve you a good vocal. Mm-hmm. That's my mm-hmm. text, bitch. Well, one of them. And yeah. she sang the hell out of that song and get, and it gave. Yeah. Consistently. She's consistent. Because one thing about Miss Kelly, she gonna sing a song. You could always count on Kelly to sing that damn song. Right. Almost but- every cover a song get hit because that's what happens when you're just a good singer i'm gonna say names because i i I said i'm gonna say names i can name a lot of people about what you just said i like a lot of these songs but i think a singer should be singing them i feel that way about charlie proof i'm not saying that the young man cannot sing all i'm saying is that he making these groovy funky little songs and all i hear is a white man where's the soul where's the bass Where's right. the season? Where's the pain? You want to make all these funky fucking songs like you fucking David Ruffin, but friend, I'm here to tell you, uh, you are not the David Ruffin you think you are. Him, for me, since we mentioned him, the thing about him is that he is a good singer, and I think he has perfect pitch as far as what people say. Yeah. I, I can't confirm or deny, but it's just like personally... I don't feel anything when he sings. Like I'm just, I'm just yeah. like, oh, this is I feel wrong. like, I feel like if J.K. sang some of his songs, I would never listen to his versions again because that was how I felt about um, we don't talk anymore. Once I heard Jimin and J.K. sung it, I didn't need Selena and Charlie. I really didn't need Selena, <laughs> right? But I definitely, I definitely didn't need Selena. Well, but I since, no longer needed Charlie. Well, since she said her name, the song I was talking about earlier was lose you to love me so oh my god <laughs> what song the song he was talking about earlier he said he liked it but he he think a singer that can sing can should sing it <laughs> but i mean yeah exactly i feel the same way about selena the gomez baby girl got some bops she like. does she has bops she but... do she got bops that i like but you I bitch shut up i feel like it's one of the rural pop girls would have got that song and sung the song, I, I I wouldn't have needed the Selena one. I still don't need it, honestly, now that I have a Kelly version. I mean, see? See? I don't like that. And don't let one of my token Black women sing that shit like fucking Amber Riley or Jasmine Sullivan. Wow. You dead. You're dead. You're, You're dead. done. You're done. You're done. You're done. One thing about it, one thing about it, once I pull out my secret weapon, you're done. You're done. No, because I don't know if y'all ever listened to it, but Todrick Hall had a um, 
uh, album called Straight Out of Oslo. He did like a, a visual album. And Amber Riley sung one of the songs, Lion, Tigers, and Bears on it. And when he did the deluxe version, he replaced the Amber Riley version with Taewar Braxton. And I have never turned something off so fast. Five. I love Tamar Braxton, though. Uh, I love Tamar Braxton. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that the good don't do her thing. The good do her thing. But that just wasn't for her. It was not for her. Once Amber Riley sung that song, that was Amber Riley's fucking song. And I never <laughs> wanted another bitch sing that song ever again because she had me thinking she was my mama. I, Tamar Bryson is an actual mama and I felt nothing. I said, this is not, <laughs> this is not fucking oh. it. I, I don't feel it. I watched Amber versions, Amber Riley's version and I cried. I wept. I was like, my mama is singing this song to me. And it was not my mama because I played for my mama. She was like, eh. I said, okay, okay. It was not my mama, but Amber made me feel like that was my mama. I watched Tamar sing that shit in that sparkly motherfucking dress and Amber Riley had on a motherfucking moo-moo when she sung it and I believed it. And this bitch Tamar would have put on a fucking sparkly ass motherfucking dress trying to tell me she I'm not scared of lies and tigers and bears for me. Bye. <laughs> you are not my mother. I'm scared. You know what? Speaking of Tamar Braxton. She has some really good albums. Like I really do like her. And speaking yeah. of her again, let's talk about how she ate the um, "Born This Way" background vocals since since it's Pride Month. Oh, mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. ate that. She should have sang that fucking song. No shade to Beak, but because I like some of the Beak songs, but she, not no shade to Gaga and her nose. Right, but it's just that Tamar singing that song just sounds so damn good. Because I like some Beak songs, like, and I've seen her in concert and had a great time. But it's just Tamar. She sounded so good on that song. Oh, she did. No, Tamar will eat somebody up if you let her. Right. It's right. just that that particular moment that you were talking about. She it just wasn't for her. It was. This was not for her. This is not her message. To and that's okay. To boom. Right. And that's okay. I'm not saying that a girl wasn't singing the song. She was singing the song, but it meant nothing to me. Mm-hmm. It meant nothing. It gave me nothing. I said, throw this shit in the garbage. I deleted that whole album just so I could get that song off my phone. I mean, I don't really fuck with Todra Calls, so. <laughs> no, like, let me tell you something, though. Hey, my first second album is like, this bitch back on Tamar Braxton. I'm so sorry, but like her second album is it's so fucking good. Like it's so fucking good. Which one? And I'm mad about? that it Love got paid dust because oh my god, that shit is that shit is good. You talking about Love and Wall? Mm-mm. No. Call it all lovers. Yeah. No. Oh. Mm. I have to do a, a a deep dive into her. Discography. We can do a listen tomorrow or something together because let me she she ate down. Girl, I need to do some research for our space. You gotta give me time to do that. Yeah. Oh yeah, you need the song still. Right, I got mm. I, I got stuff to do. You got I got to listen to. Baby. <laughs> you better tell her you got a job, baby. <laughs> Between all this and work, we're gonna do that another day. Oh Ooh. yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I listened to "Long as I Live" twice today, and to be honest, I could have listened to it five more times. Um, what did you listen to? By Tony. Long- 
Because y'all um, kept talking about Tamar and I kept thinking about the important Braxton. Goodbye. You are you are sick. You are sick. <laughs> Bye. But that's yeah. that album is good. Tamar too. is one of the important Braxton. No, it's still a Tony friend. Yeah, she is. She is. She made it's, that show. She made that show. She Ronnie made that show. That, she but, made that show. Tony made her. So don't do that. No. Evelyn Braxton made her. Evelyn Braxton made her. Tony Evelyn Braxton really. made her and then she made Tony and then Tony made the other bitches because Mm-mm. yeah because it wouldn't have been no Braxton you're not gonna come for my sister it like would that. not have been Braxton family without Tony and they have said so themselves they said we waited we signed on to this years ago Tony said no and then if they didn't have Tony we had no show they said it themselves that's okay. Tony was the moment. Tony was the moment, and then Tamar, Tamar is extra. still one of the important Braxton. Okay, Tamar was extra, and people fell in love with her ghetto ass. Okay, but we're not about to sit here and act that's like we're not, see, we're not about to sit here and act like we wouldn't even know who the fuck Tamar Braxton was without Tony Lee Braxton. Tony. I'm not acting like that. I'm just saying. She's one of those people now. Like, she's one of those Braxton. Okay, when she I think is of, important. Braxton, she is important. When you think Braxton, you think Tony first, then you think Tamar. I'm not saying yeah. baby girl. I'm not saying baby girl not on the list. I'm just saying she's not the Braxton. I said Tony first. <laughs> okay. The important Braxton. So she's more important than her. Mm. That's Joe. Tony is Joe Biden. Tamar is Kamala. Get out of here. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I can't with y'all. Not y'all comparing them. That's it. If Tamar gets shot, we still got Tony. <laughs> oh my God. Goodbye. <laughs> you are sick. When she finally get rid of Tony, you don't have to then, that out. then she could be the new Supreme. But until then, <laughs> <laughs> she is not the Supreme y'all think she is. Uh-uh, don't put me in it because I am a total. <laughs> Nathan said oh, I didn't. I'm not. Nathan, Nathan said, now why am I in it? <laughs> I love Tony. I do. I mean, I'm not a But I love Tamar too. Sure. <laughs> I like Tamar. She's cute or whatever. And you took my man. My girl said, do I look like a My man, my man, my man. <laughs> My man, man, oh, man. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> she asked him, she, 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 with a straight face. Bye. Like a Muppet. <laughs> you know what kills me about that? The man said, they call me the white man's whore and see her, her face. She tried to act shocked. <laughs> they called me white man's whore. <laughs> Tia tried to act shots. Like she was like, <gasps> when we find out Tia was the one that typed. <laughs> <laughs> Please, I can't. She was like, fuck, she saw that. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she had to act surprised. <laughs> she was like, fuck, I got to change my staying current. <laughs> I got to change my emails. <laughs> my- <laughs> Let me close my account real quick. Mm-hmm. She went on hiatus. Please. <laughs> you get a line nervous. I'm crying. I'm literally crying because 
I'm high and everything funny to me. So I, I really, every time I crack up, just know I got tears in my eyes, okay? Bitch, you won't go to your funeral, huh? I am. Probably. I need some edibles. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was mad and have any this weekend for the long If weekend. I need an awful code for some good edibles, hit me up on Twitter. My ad is <laughs> got, got B-T-S-B, bitch. It's uh, G-O-T-B-E-Y-B-T. S B I T C H. What are you talking about? Speaking <laughs> of that, um, I'm gonna make the Twitter page right after we get done here. <laughs> I just did an ad break, bitch. <laughs> Hi Twitter, because I don't think y'all got that. To whoever listened to this, just one listener. <laughs> um, her ad is at got BTS B bitch, right? Yes. They gonna have the Twitter page. We, Listen, we, we got listeners from your followers. <laughs> God BTSB bitch. It is. I said it the wrong way. I said my own arrow. God BTSB bitch. So sick. The B is B E Y B I T C H. Thank you. Mm. Hit me up if y'all need that promo code. I got you. She we ship all over the US. <laughs> per. Yes, we work in all Canada, y'all. Not work but hard. yeah, girl. Girl, fuck Canada. Oh. I'm just kidding. Because Because I just found out Canada gave me that nigga. And I wish they'd take it back. Wait, who? Take who? Shawn Mendes. <laughs> Bitch, fuck you. Shawn Mendes is not that bad. No, take that pack of mayonnaise out of here. I'm sick of it. <laughs> Bye. I'm the taste of vinegar. I hate it. He's not that bad. His second album is. It, it. I mean, I'm not saying that the man not talented. He is talented because he do got a couple songs like, "Then you got plans tonight." I'm like a boom, <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying he can't sing because when that song come on in my job, bitch, I be jamming. Oh, but definitely sing. His music is just not for me. Listen, he just not for me. He is very pasty. Bye. Very bland. Even, um, is that paprika? I just don't get it. <laughs> and but since yeah. talking about um, pasty and bland, um, I have a question that is not pop culture related, but it's still an interesting topic. Um, I know one of us in here is in a relationship. Um, yes, me. With me, Yungi. No, bitch. We're not talking about that. We're talking about, <laughs> We're talking about boyfriend. We're talking about our genuine in real life relationship. Nola boy king. Um <laughs> so I have a question. Do y'all feel like you could sustain a relationship with somebody white and no. somebody non-black? No. Long term White? No. Non-black, yes. Non-black, yes. White, mm, no. I feel the same way. Like I will use. He probably gonna call me girl one time, and I'm gonna have a flashback. My ancestors gonna jump into my body and the whip him. So I don't think so. Yeah, I could definitely have you know an affair with the white man. You know, we could have a flame. Yeah, maybe a Channing Tatum or what? Channing Tatum in his prime. Channing Tatum now, (laughs) not quite. No. Like, let me tell y'all why I can't. Stuff, but I don't think I could be in a relationship with a white man. No, mm. listen. 
I already feel uncomfortable when I'm in a room full of just non-black people only because I feel like, oh, they're looking at me as a black person. But when it's the room is full of white people and I'm the black bitch, oh, my God. Like, I could imagine the family reunion. I'm the only black person. They don't think it's ghetto or something. Yeah. No. Listen, I, 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 just, I just can't do it. Like, I don't care how in love. I just, literally, I can't do that. They can be like, oh, Ty brought his Make-A-Wish kid to the barn. Not Make-A-Wish. Okay, but 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 I kind of have sort of a conundrum. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. What's the tea, <laughs> I talked about this a little bit last night, actually. So you already, you might know where I'm about to go. Uh, oh, you girl, see- I spilled my heart out last night to him. Yeah, so, um, so Nye and I were talking last night in our personal dms and um i had brought up that we're talking about um code switching that you know how black people got to act around different sets of people Mm -hmm. and so i was talking about how the way i was raised i like it was put on me to act and behave a certain way and so most people see me as whitewashed like just in general and so because of that, like in a lot of friend groups, like, well, I mean, in high school mainly, but even like outside of that, like even when I was in the military and otherwise, like I mostly fit around, fit into non-Black spaces because I don't act like most other Black people are, black people. are quote unquote supposed to act. Mm. And, so, and so that has spilled over into most of my romantic um moments Mm. where most black people well most black men i'll say because that's really all i have so far um is men most black men don't really look at me as a serious option because they feel like i'm whitewashed and so i was wondering if either of you have come across that or what are your feelings on those types of situations of course me personally i went my i this is why my self-esteem is like super low now where i feel like nobody can like me it's because i went to an all-white school like my elementary school one of my high schools is all white actually two of my high schools my middle school was white and i always moved around though like i would say majority of the schools i moved to were white but when i did go to a predominantly um, like uh, black school, I didn't feel like I fit in. I didn't feel like anybody liked me because I never saw myself as whitewashed either. It's just the way that I talk sometimes or just sometimes the way that I ask for the things that I pick. I never saw anybody black could like me because of the way that I acted or because of where I went to school growing up. And I didn't think anybody that was non-black like me either because of the way they acted while I was in school, like never showing any interest towards the black person. And, you know, I, this is a really serious topic because, you know, a lot of people end up going through that and it just fucks up your self-esteem so bad. Like mine is so bad to the point where, yeah, I'm in therapy, but we were talking about it today. And she was just like, just me being black and trying to navigate, you know, going to different schools and like being 
the way people interacted with me or showed interest, like, they just never did that. And I just feel like that fucks me up. But, like, of course I would love to be with somebody that's Black or non-Black, whatever. But whenever I see somebody that's Black and I like them, I just never think that they would like me back in school. Not simply just because of the way that I act too, but because a lot of Black dudes when I was growing up didn't even like Black girls either. Do you you feel like you're like unworthy or something? Um, sometimes I do when it's like super dark in my head. Like I'll I just can't sometimes think I can take somebody serious when they say they like me. Or like when somebody compliments me, sometimes I'm like, what do they want from me? Like in return, like why are they complimenting me? Because I mean it just it's like, when I think about somebody liking me in a romantic type of way, it just doesn't seem like it's possible. Oh, right. Because if you're liking me, you have to be explicit. Because if you're trying to flirt, I will be oblivious. Like, you have to, like, for real, like, sometimes I'm be like, oh, are they flirting with me? But then, like, just that dark side of my brain, I was like, bitch, you know damn well. You know, like, right. I don't know. It's, like, really intrusive in my mind. Mm. Well, you shouldn't feel that way. I know I shouldn't. Like, think it back. That just those type of thoughts, like, really led to like why I am the way that I am today. But it's also not my fault. Like, it's just for some reason people just oh shit. For some reason people just wasn't fucking with me or like liking me in that type of way. I guess. Yeah, like I totally get that. Like. Like, I've had, you know, like, I've had my whole years, <laughs> but. The I can't even have that, though. Like, if somebody tries to, like, cook up with me, I'll convince myself that they lying. Like, they don't really want, like, it was a dare or some shit. Like, that's how I think. Yeah. Which is really weird, but. Have you ever had that? Those type of thoughts, Sean? I know our experiences are different, but, you know, still just trying to navigate the world and find yourself pretty as a Black woman. Oh, of course. But it wasn't even just, like, as a Black woman. It was, like, as a Black woman, as a woman, as a person, like, as a bigger person, like, tall. Oh, yeah, for sure. Large, being the ones that's looked over when you're standing next to the skinny you know so yeah I did have to deal with that and it took me a long time to like what I was looking at and most times I don't like what I'm looking at like if you would ever watch me do my makeup I'm like this is terrible this is ugly I hate this I'm not this isn't it like I'm I just like if somebody was to compliment me when I don't wear makeup, I, I really don't believe it. I'd be like, yeah, okay. Mm, you know. But, yeah. I'll probably need some therapy about it. It's all right. I think a lot of, I think that um, Black people should get free therapy because yeah. all the shit we got to put up with, we deserve it. Yeah, like my therapist, today we kind of just talked about just me navigating the world as 
a black woman and like my self-esteem and stuff like that. Cause she talked to me the other day when I was like, I don't think anybody could ever like me. She's like, have you talked to every man on the planet? Like you can't, mm. you don't know that. And like, yeah. that kind of like clicks with me because I mean, that's such, that's such a like basic ass thought. Like, you know, like it made sense to me. I never thought of it that way, even though, I probably should have, but oh, sorry, I was train. Hold on, train. I love the train. I love the train. I love, but anyway, just I never thought of it like that. Yeah, like I'm so used to just like thinking about myself and my surroundings. Like, there's a whole other side of the world that I haven't been to, or like met anybody from there, or like you know, like I've only left this country once. Right. And even then, like, I've only lived in Illinois and California. Like, the country is bigger than that. Like, and who's to say that somebody that I didn't know didn't like, didn't like, like, who knows that, you know? Right. That's just me, like, just eating myself up. Exactly. And I truly believe that there is someone out there for everyone. But I also feel like at the same time for that I guess you could call it like a soulmate bond if you can if you are blessed enough to find that I think that can only work is if you first learn how to love yourself and then yeah you and then that makes it easier for that bond to work but that's but I'm saying that but I also acknowledge because I'm on that journey too that it's hard to get yeah like it's difficult like that's not an easy thing to do yeah and I just knew, like, I had to do something about it because I don't ever want to be a, in a predicament where I, one day maybe I do get the courage to, like, talk to somebody and it just ends up being, like, toxic as hell because I don't, I don't have any self-esteem and they just, you know, eating that up. Like, I didn't want that for myself. So that's kind of why I took it into my own hands yeah. Like try to get help with that, and and you shouldn't want to put yourself in a position to get taken taken advantage of, right? And manipulated. Exactly. But yeah, because when I was talking to Nathan about it last night, I mean, what he was saying was making sense. But like, even then, I'm like, that just sounds like so hard. Like my brain is wired to think a certain way and just trying to change that. That just sound like super long, super hard. Oh, because a lot but of the I guess I'm willing to do the work for it. Right, because a lot of the times the way we're raised, like we are always taught to think of what could go wrong. What yeah. could yeah. this? And I know for me that that has caused me to have a lot of anxiety. Like for me, mm-hmm. it's the point where with certain people, if I don't know you that well, being in an enclosed environment will make me, like, even if it's people that I don't really feel that uncomfortable around, but it's just that we're in too small of a room, like, mm. I'll feel extremely uncomfortable and I'll just, I don't know, I'll feel like. Me too, because, like, I'll just think automatically, like, oh, they judging me. Right, and it's just ooh, like, like. why did I say that? Like, I, I'm my biggest critic, always. Exactly. That's true. That shit that we taught, that worst case scenario bullshit, it really did give a lot of us anxiety. And it is the root cause. I know it's the root cause of 
my fucking anxiety because I'm always thinking like, what could go wrong? What can't I do this week? What is impossible to complete? You know what I'm saying? I'm always thinking about the worst possible outcome that can happen, you know? Exactly, because like even with like small shit, like for example, every day I leave my apartment to go to work for a good hour maybe two i'll always be concerned fuck did i lock my door knowing that as soon as i walked out this bitch and closed the door i turned right back around put my key in the lock and locked my door knowing yeah. that but it's just that anxiety like it it, it just fucks with you mm-hmm. and it's just ugh, it's terrible i always am like that too like i don't know like if we had Yana in here as like one one of the speakers, like she will tell you, like she'll wake up to me and when it like in her fucking DM, just playing in my fucking life out, like. And y'all know how I am with my damn notes app. Like <laughs> I'm always like yeah. thinking ahead, planning ahead. Like, oh, what if this happened? What is this? Happen? Like, I don't know what the fuck it is, but that's just I'm always in that type of mode. I'm so sick of Nyria and her notes app. Please, but I think it's good that she does that, and then, and I think it's it's good that she's able to get something out because I be trying to write and I can't get nothing out. Like, bitch, I be looking at my notes app or a journal and just be like, what the fuck do I put down? You know, and I really, I really tried. You know, you should get, you should just try to journal just for ten minutes. I always find these cute little prompts on TikTok, and it just really helps me out. Like. And I think a lot of it comes from not being able to, like, talk to anybody in real life. That's why when, when mm-hmm. like, I'm texting y'all, I text so many fucking things at once. Because it's like, oh, like, I got to say this. I got to, like, in real life, I don't, or not in real life, like, I'm a different type of bitch. Like, <laughs> in my own personal life, just outside of, like, how y'all know me on Twitter, I don't talk. Like, I'm not, yeah, I don't I'm, really talk that much. And, so when I do get some people I do like and my friends, like, I can go. Right. And what you said about finding prompts kind of just hit me because I've been trying to just like, like open something and just write and nothing comes out. But I think with a prompt, I could just like type out my thoughts on shit. And I think that might be a good little segment for the show, actually, um, for the podcast to talk about. Like we have a prompt or 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 I had a prompt and something i wrote about and then we could talk about it on the show too so i think that's a good idea but i think i think we should that's really good when i when i do shit like that sometimes the prompt might be some stupid shit like do you ever see yourself falling in love and i can just write just write like me i like poetry i can write shit down like i can't express myself with like regular conversation the way i want to but i can write some shit down easily poetry all that yeah and what you said about like not talking in to people in real life or being different on the internet that's me because the way I be talking on spaces and stuff like that if them same people were sitting down in front of me like in person I'll be the quietest person in there I wouldn't say shit I wouldn't say a motherfucking thing (laughs) quiet as a mouse now it's different when I go meet people. Like when I met um, Ali, when I went to New Orleans and met Ronnie, like it was different because I already knew them and I already I'm already like they're cool. You know, I feel safe with them. Like right. it was easy to talk to them at that point. But with like new people, I just can't. 
And I think that that is a big reason why since I've gotten out of the army, I've had a tough time making like local friends because yeah. I'm not that talkative person around people. And that has a lot to do with anxiety. Oh, wow. Right. I'm talkative. Wait, what did you say? I didn't hear. Uh, I say I'm too talkative, but it depends on who I'm with. Yeah. Now, if I get comfortable around you, especially if, if I get a couple drinks in me, oh, I won't shut up. I'll keep going. Per as oh. you should. So this is cute. So as we learn what the hell we're doing on this little podcast thing, we probably gonna start doing like different segments. Like that was actually cute what we called when we was like, what's the tea, friend? And then we started talking about shit that was going on in our lives. So that was actually a cute little segue. Right. And then as we keep going, we'll have like a more set up like standard segments. Like we'll talk about pop culture things. And then we'll talk about like, you know, maybe once I start to write prompts, we can, I'll just pull out one of those and then, you know, we can have like a moment. Yeah. At the end, we can have like just some shit that can get off <laughs> for the week. Oh, speaking of that, can we do that now? Because I have something that I want to say that segues into what we just talked about. Okay. Because I'll do mine. Oh. <laughs> okay. So last week, I think it was Tuesday. Um. So I work from one in the afternoon to nine p.m. So. So we get off at nine and some people that I worked with were like, hey, let's go get something to drink, you know, some drinks, whatever. Have a cute little outing. So me trying to be far open, especially since I like everyone at my job. So I went out with some of my coworkers because I like them. I was like, I'll give this a shot. You know, I'll try to do a little bit better. And so I went out with them. You know, we have our couple of drinks. You know, we were out. We're having a good time. You know, a little chit chat, ha ha he he. And I mean, I don't think this is really important in the grant. Well, it is kind of important. So out of the seven people that were there, five people were Hispanic, one was white, and then there's me, the only Black person in the whole building. And so, um, and naturally me being me, I'm not really saying a whole lot. Like, I'm just kind of there, you know, enjoying the moment. And so one of the girls who happens to mainly only speak Spanish and know a tiny little bit of English, she said that I assumed, no, she said that she, well, she said that she thought I didn't like her because I didn't talk a lot. And I say that to say, I wish people had more um, grace for people who just don't have a lot to say because I think a lot of the time that does happen where people assume that you don't like them because you just don't have a lot to say when that is just not the case. You know, we have our own insecurities and anxieties and stuff that we go through. And just because we don't have anything to say doesn't mean we don't like you or we don't fuck with you or none of that. It's just, I just don't have anything to say right now. Maybe once we get closer as coworkers and friends, I will, but sometimes it just takes time. And experts expect you to be like, no, you need to talk more and for that to be okay. And it's just like, I'm not comfortable doing that right now. Like I'm not at that level. And I think that there should just be 
more understanding for us instead of trying to force us out of our show when that could just make us want to retreat back into it even further than we already are. Right. right. And that's what I had to get off my chest this week. And a lot of the time it's like a lot of anxiety. Like sometimes people are afraid to say the wrong thing or they're like um, not sure, like, you know, what type of group they're around. So they don't want to say something to offend anybody. And that you can't blame that. Like people like, like people say it about me, like when I'm, cause I'm always so social that when I just don't feel like talking and don't feel like being bothered, people think, that I'm just being mean or that I'm being a bitch when it's really just like a lot of times for me it's like my social battery like I've burned out my social battery for the week like I've given y'all all all I could give y'all for the week and I just have no more smiles no more small talk to give and people don't take that into consideration like like I'll say like at my job I work five days a week. If you have come in here five days out of the five days that I worked this week, and which is a lot of people that actually do that, you have come to this place five days out of the week. And four of those days, I was talking to you, or maybe three. I was talking to you. I was smiling. I was having a good day. And then the other two, I wasn't. So now... I'm a bitch. Like, you get what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's like, no, it's not that deep. It's just that I'm just, I just need some space. Right. And understand that, like, sometimes you need space to breathe and think and be in your own thoughts and not hear somebody calling your name to ask you a question. Like, that takes so much energy for some people. I agree. And I've been in the situation where, People have thought I was mad at them because I wasn't like speaking, but also like some I understand the other person too because, like I said, I'm anxious. So like I understand like sometimes your social battery might be out, but like sometimes like I'm like I said, I'm my own worst enemy. So when somebody don't talk to me, I'm like, oh my god, like oh no, what did I do now? I totally agree. So for long, like, what did I do now? Like, did I do something that, like, upset them? Yeah. So, like, I can understand, like, both sides. (laughs) Exactly. And I do get it because there's a lot of people that I assumed um, that didn't really like me. But then I was, but then as we got closer and were around each other more, it turned Mm -hmm. out that we were just cool. And then... And then, um, like, even one person, like, I brought it up to them when we were, were, like, alone having a private conversation. I was like, at first, I don't know why, like, I probably was just in my head, but at first, I really thought that you didn't like me. And and they were like, no, I've always thought that you were cool. It's just that we just didn't have a whole lot to talk about. And I was like, yeah, I feel you. But at the same time. And it's that simple sometimes, that simple. But, but at the same time, you know, I gave them the grace and the time to wait it out and really mm-hmm. how they actually felt and it also doesn't help when there's a language barrier because this particular girl that I was talking about she only speaks a little bit of English like mm-hmm. she mainly only knows Spanish and so it's like with the language barrier we really like it makes it even harder because I really can't 
communicate with you the way that I would actually want to because I mean most of the time you're not going to understand what I'm saying and I'm not going to understand what you're saying because I don't know Spanish like that I only know a little bit of Spanish and so that also makes it more difficult with us so like I don't you know she's like a bad person at all. it's just that she ha- just happened to be probably in her head too and it just it and it just wasn't that deep you know speaking of that like how do people form like close relationships with people that they can't really like talk to because I've seen it before where like they speak two different languages like they they have one common language that they can both speak but like either somebody's not that good at it or they both speak like just a little bit of it but like they're still like good friends like how do people do that <laughs> oh child I don't know I want I want to know the secrets though friend if I had friends like that I would tell you right I would <laughs> I would tell you even when I was in um Korea and we had like um Koreans that worked with us they knew like they were pretty much fluent in English so that made it easy to communicate and be friends and hang out outside of work so with people who don't know English at all I could not tell you Mm-mm. I don't know I don't know how they do it but God bless them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they better than me uh-huh. I'd be like I'd be like, what you talking about? Like, can you drop me a picture? Not drop you a picture, bitch. Can you drop me a picture, bitch? I don't know. <laughs> because Bye. that would fuck with my anxiety too. Like, bitch, I don't know what to say. I really don't know what to say. Mm-mm. I always feel bad, like when they try to tell me something. I be feeling like I'm like I should learn a different language. Cause like <laughs> I be wanting to help, but I don't. I don't understand. Yeah, and that happens a lot to me. Just working in like fast food, mm-hmm. like they'll try to tell me something. I'm like, oh, baby, we both you know, don't know what's going on. You know how hard it is to find out how somebody wants their eggs, and they don't. <laughs> Please, no. When I used to work at Waterburger, and people would come and order in Spanish, I would be like, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> You had to get somebody to get the order because, you know, if I take the order, it's going to be fucked up. And it was like, no, if I'm going to take your order, I want to give you, I want to put down like your right stuff. Like, I don't want to, you know, mess you Oh up. my God. Speaking of that, so I now I do have like a little bit of a, like a very basic understanding of Spanish. Like you could tell me numbers on a menu and I, I now know what number you're talking about. Oh, right. I know what fries is. I know what drink is. Stuff like that. I know the sauces. You could point the sauces to me, like when I used to work at like Chick Fil A. Mm-hmm. And some guy, he took his old order in Spanish, and I ended up getting it because it was very basic, you know. Yeah. And then at the end, he was like, "Good job, you did really well." Uh-huh. That's so nice. And I was like, "Excuse me, like you, what?" Mm-hmm. No. When nice people would come like to the window and stuff, that made me hate my job a little bit less because I was like oh I get to experience this nice person yeah no that wasn't nice because he knew he could speak English but did his whole order in Spanish Uh, (laughs) (laughs) oh oops 
listen, why I understand like maybe he was proving a point, but maybe, like why it had to be me? Like right. why maybe he was trying to teach you something for him. I don't even remember the he didn't teach me nothing. Or maybe <laughs> that was all he knew. What happened to the original plot of the movie? And like when he was walking away, he was like, Good job, you did really well. And he had two kids with him and they started laughing. I'm not your joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not your fucking punchline. Do I look like a clown to you? And not when he walked, I was flabbergasted when he walked away. Come on, flabbergasted. <laughs> I'm, uh, now I know that just did not happen to me. All right, so for our final thoughts, um, Stream Butter, um, Stan Beyonce and Mariah. Um, Amen. Oh, if I was about to say, if we was to ever make money, we could do our our theme song would be Friends. How many of us have? Bye. Get out of here. All right, y'all. Thank y'all for coming to talk with the friends today or whatever. And we hope y'all had a good time. Um, Don't forget to stretch, do skincare, and some squats. And we'll be back whenever the fuck we decide to Thank y'all for tuning in. <laughs> Love you guys. Bye, friends. Right. We'll be back. Bye, Bye friends. friends. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>